every problem that my target niche had, I was doing too much. And because I'm like, I'm a CEO. I got to like, you know, be this boss. And it's like, what are you a boss of? You ain't got no clients and you ain't got no money. What are we bossing? What are we, we ain't got, like, I was so focused on like, how do I be the boss and like manage capacity and like, you're not at capacity. You don't have any capacity to manage yet, sis. So I would have told, that's like literally what I would have told myself. Year one, have several seats. Stop trying to solve problem three, four, and five. Figure out how to solve problem one. How do we bring in? And you only have a process to document once you figure out what works. You don't know what works yet. Great day, great day. You are listening to the Jerisha Said Podcast. Having the courage to start your own business and actually sell your consulting services online can be tough. Look, it may not be easy, but it can be simple. In each episode, we take a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain a solid understanding of what's required to serve your clients, sell your services, and scale your consulting business online. All you have to do is listen to what Jerisha said. So if you are ready for a transparent, I'm talking all the way real, edge snatching strategies, grab your castor oil and keep listening. I am your host, former engineer, turned online high ticket sales coach, Jerisha Hawk. You decided to listen to today's episode for a reason. Call it divine alignment or intentional selection, but either way, you're here because you want to sustainably surpass six figures in your coaching business, but maybe you haven't figured out how exactly to do that yet. You're ready to structure your business model so you can earn more than $200,000 a year working less than five client hours per week. Yeah, that's available to you. You're ready to stop the constant hunt for clients and you want a lean launch approach to generating consistent sales month after month. You actually care about your clients and love to watch them win, but you don't know how to over-deliver without undercharging. You've got the fruit, but you don't know how to squeeze the juice. And that's why this episode today is brought to you by my hybrid coaching program, Leverage. If you want to scale your one-on-one coaching business without taking a pay cut by launching a high-ticket group coaching program, I encourage you to book a call with our Leverage strategist to develop your custom roadmap today by visiting jerishahawk.com backslash leverage. After you book your call, you'll complete an in-depth business assessment, helping you identify the specific gaps in your business that are holding you back from sustainably surpassing six figures in the next 12 months. No more guessing what the problem is. This business assessment will tell you exactly where you need to focus. Do not waste another minute. You're literally leaving thousands of dollars on the table. Book your call with our leverage strategist today to get your assessment score. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash leverage to book your call. Hey, how you doing? Quick Q&A. Literally, I was, I've been on calls back to back all day. Yes, it needs to be Friday. I'm like, how is it already? I'm like, it's Tuesday. I'm ready for the weekend. (laughs) I'm like ready for the weekend. But any Q&A you guys want to do? I'm down. I literally was just like, I've been on calls back to back today and I was craving some Qdoba. So I'm like, husband, take me to Qdoba. Um, And he ran into the grocery store because he didn't want no Qdoba. So um, he doesn't eat Qdoba. He never wants Qdoba. He doesn't know why I eat Qdoba. But listen, I like my Qdoba. I'm like a franchise girl, just for if anybody wants to know, as you guys are coming up with any questions you guys want to talk about. 
yeah, any question, just type it in the chat. Any perspective you want to hear, I'm down to talk about it uh, while he's in the grocery store. But I'm a franchise type of girl, meaning I like predictability. Like I am like a one hit. Like I'm a I'm a you know a one tune wonder. I don't know what the saying goes, but I like predictability. I like consistency. So when I find my few little spots that I like to eat. That's all I eat. I go back to the same places. I get the exact same things. Um, and I'm quick to call out somebody at a restaurant and be like, ma'am, you're not supposed to put my queso. Like, you know, I hate when I go to Qdoba and the person that's working behind the counter ain't been there that long. And I know the routine better than she does. And they be trying to put my rice in before my queso. I'm like, oh, oh, pull that back, honey. The queso goes in first, then the rice, then the beans, then the meat, then the toppings. You can't be putting this out of order. That, that messes up the whole quality of the experience. Or they be trying to, you know, I'm really particular about my rations or my portion sizes because I understand what the portions are supposed to be. And when they get out of proportion, the meal don't taste the same. So <laughs> that's just me. I'm like, I'm a very consistent, predictable person. I like to know, I, I like to get what I expect, what I'm supposed to get. And once I learn the routine, don't break it. And that's it. I think that's very simple. If you work at a franchise, do do it how it's supposed to be done. Like, I'm also very big at Smoothie King. I love getting the uh, lemon ginger spinach, but I replace my kale with sweet strawberries, okay? But the consistency, if the consistency ain't right, I'm like, hold on now. What you do here? Uh-uh. And then, okay, I see Tony talking about Dairy Queen. I'm a Cold Stone person. And I hate saying this, but anytime I go to a Cold Stone, well, I'm going to just call us out. Black people be over overdoing the portion. So sometimes it's a blessing because you order a like it ice cream at Cold Stone, they give you a gotta have it, which I'm cool with as long as they also put in a large brownie. They have to make sure that the brownie that they put into my ice cream is in proportion to the excess ice cream that they also just blessed me with. So I, that, that's just where I'm at across the board. So I, I don't know if that was a TMI but that's where I'm at right now. Oh, I don't know. I haven't taken the disc assessment, I don't think. So I'm a high S and a high C. Okay, that's good to know. See, Andrea, okay, I'm not the only one. All right, I'm not, I'm glad I'm not the only one, but that's just my preferences. Um, but how are y'all doing this week? How are y'all doing this week? I'm like, it's only Tuesday. Okay, got some questions coming in. Ashley said, what advice would you give your your first year CEO self. First year in business, stop acting like I'm a CEO. That's the advice I would give myself my first year in business. You're not a CEO. And like you're, you, you founded your business and you own your company. But I don't think in the first year of business, most of us, or I know myself, I was not, I was, my business wasn't at a capacity level yet. where operating in a true CEO role even made sense for our company at that stage. So the advice that I would give myself is like, stop trying to solve problems that aren't even here yet and focus on how you're going to articulate your value, raise your rates and make money. Number Year number one, like I spent so much time trying to like make the business more than what it truly was at that stage. You know, trying to add in too many offers, trying to overcomplicate my business model, trying to sell three different things at one time, trying to serve, um, solve every problem in my target audience's in my niche's audience, in my in my target, every problem that my target niche had, I was doing too much. And because I'm like, I'm a CEO, I gotta like, you know, be this boss. And it's like, what are you a boss of? You ain't got no clients and you ain't got no money. What are we bossing? 
what are we, we ain't got, like, I was so focused on, like, how do I be the boss and, like, manage capacity and, like, you're not at capacity. You don't have any capacity to manage yet, sis. So I would have told, that's, like, literally what I would have told myself, year one, have several seats. Stop trying to solve problem three, four, and five. Figure out how to solve problem one. How do we bring in? How do I, like, how can I articulate my value so I can attract qualified leads and successfully convert clients? That is all I would, I would focus on year one. That is literally what I would tell myself year one. You don't need to hire nobody. Why? You ain't got no money to hire nobody. You don't need, you don't need to be spending half your time documenting processes. Why? You ain't got no processes to document yet. And you only have a process to document once you figure out what works. You don't know what works yet. Like literally, that is exactly straight up what I would tell myself year one. Have several seats. If it is not related to sales, communicating your message on a sales call or through a DM conversation and converting clients, don't do it. Several seats. That was a really good question. That's literally what I would tell myself if I had to go back to year one. Support for our show today came from my favorite payment checkout software, Thrivecart. Let me ask you, how are you currently accepting payments for your coaching clients? Are you forgetting to send those monthly invoices for those clients who are on those special payment plans? Or are you manually stumbling around when someone's ready to pay, but you aren't prepared to actually take their money? If either of those situations sounds familiar, you're going to want to check out Thrivecart. It's the software that I use and recommend to all of my clients to make it seamless to collect those recurring payments from your coaching clients with ease. Most good software checkout companies come with a high monthly cost, but not Thrivecart. If you use my special link, jerishahawk.com backslash Thrivecart, they are offering a special limited time discount where you're able to grab a lifetime license. Yes, you pay once and never have to include this software on your expense sheet again. Thrivecart easily pays for itself many times over with their high converting checkout pages, upsells, and affiliate campaign options. The current limited pricing offer is due to end very soon. Due to high demand, Thrivecart has temporarily extended the current price for a short period, so make sure that you act now. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash Thrivecart to get this special lifetime license offer and thank me later. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash Thrivecart now. I think I'm so passionate right now because I was just having a team meeting earlier today, like talking about the level up that we have to decide whether or not we're going to commit to um, at this stage in our business. Because like we are, we are just inches away of being a million dollar company. And it's like, are we, are we going to choose to keep playing at the level that we're playing at? Or are we going to make the conscious decision to start operating at the level that's required for us to sustain and grow a million dollar business? And it's, it got me reflecting on like, well, I just, I just remembered all like the, I was so naive and so like eager in year one, which I feel like most of us are, you know, it's like, I got my business. Like I'm ready to be on and popping. I'm a CEO of corporate America. I'm out this piece. And it's like, hold on. Like we have got to legit learn how to crawl before we are capable of walking. And then once we learn how to walk, we have to stabilize before we can start running. And I think we try to start running too fast and we like get distracted and mismanage our time and mismanage our focused energy, which a lot of the time prevents most business owners from ever being able to see successfully year two with consistent revenue and profit. So that is literally what I would tell myself year one. 
That was a good question. I feel like I'm so hype right now. I think it's because I got my Qdoba. Okay, uh, Kim said, how do you balance posting and sharing about your service and business and the movement that we are, the movement that we are part of? What do you mean the movement that we're part of? You're talking about Black Lives Matter and like the social justice and all the stuff that's going on, Kim? Is that what you're talking about? Let me know, is that what you're talking about? How do you balance posting and sharing about your service and offer with the movement that we're part of? Are you talking about like everything that's going on politically and racially right now? How do I manage it? Nothing has changed. I mean, like, if anything, I'm being more vocal about our mission because my mission has always been how can I, in, like, our literally our company's mission statement is we empower women to not just have a seat at the table, but to have a voice once they get there. And my overall, like, life mission has always been, every, even when I was in corporate, how can I increase the representation of women of color in higher level leadership roles so that we're not just in positions of power, I mean, in positions with titles, but that we are in positions where we have authority, power, and influence once we're there. That's always been like a goal of mine. So with everything that's going on, like it just has, it has put a fire up under me to to be more bold with amplifying that mission and being more committed to doing, like making sure that my business is best in class so that like there's so many clients that we are capable of helping, like literally changing their lives through the work that we do in our company. Like it's, 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 would be nothing but like ego if I'm like, well, I don't want to show up and be the leader in this space. Like that's what I signed up. That's a decision you have to make as a business owner. And that's a commitment and a responsibility I signed up for a long time ago. Um, and I don't take that responsibility lightly. But to me, I'm doing a disservice to the people that this movement, I don't even want to call it a movement, but like this heightened level of awareness, I'm doing a disservice if I'm not boldly showing up to make sure that they know who I am, what problem I solve and that I can support them. To me, that's just my respect. That's just my thought process on it. But I don't think it's any coincidence that our business is growing at a rapid rate. And the clients of mine who are like in leverage and services that sell, a lot of our clients are experiencing a higher financial. Um, they're seeing their businesses have a financial increase due to everything that's going on because they're also being bold to show up right now. So like that is, you know, how am I managing it? It's just like we haven't we've we're trying to figure out how we can put the, the foot on the gas even more like how can we put the pedal to the metal even more like how can we grow and like manage maintain the momentum and amplify it because it's just like now I, I think like now more than ever we have a responsibility to make sure that every brown woman uh, or especially that community knows that we that we have a solution that can help them like legit experience the like the flexibility and freedom from a, like a financial and time capacity. Like we really, if it's, if it's the right client that aligns with what we do, we truly have a solution that can help them. And we're just a hundred percent committed to doing whatever is required to help to make sure that more people know that we exist and that they understand that if there is a good fit that we can solve a problem that they have. So girl, the, the tune ain't changed over here. If anything, it just got louder. Alia said leverage crew is leading. Y'all are crushing it, like crushing it. Um, and it's just like, most of y'all only been in the group for like three months, <laughs> five months. I'm like, this is just the beginning for you guys. And that's the thing that I'm most excited about. Um, we recently had a new coach join our team, which I'm super pumped about, uh, a new leverage specialist. Yes, STS, y'all are banging, like, it is just beautiful to see our clients who are just winning across the board. And we just had a new 
a new coach joined our team inside of Leverage. And one of the things that she had mentioned to me, we've been friends for years, but she never really saw like the back end of my business until uh, she came on board. And the thing that she said that I think is really important for you guys when you guys are looking for coaches and just looking for support when it comes time to like elevating things and taking things to the next level. She was like, I have never been on the back end of somebody's business where like, Jay, you teach people how to like sell which is great, but a lot of, like, you give your clients so much more, like, you really teach them what's required to, like, run a business, and from the metric tracking, and, like, a lot of, like, how we actually instill, it teach them how, like, coaching them through, shifting their mindsets, and overcoming limiting beliefs, Um, and that's what I'm committed to, you know, like, I'm not just here to, like, teach my clients how to just make another dollar, that's part of the process, but the biggest thing here is not just teaching you how to make money, but how are you um, successfully learning how to like manage it and maintain it? Because anybody can buy a program that teaches you how to like do a launch. But a lot of those times when you enroll in those programs that teach you how to launch or teach you how to do one specific aspect, they don't teach you how to, how, like what's the maintenance plan on this? You know, it's like buying a car, but them not actually telling you like, oh, you have to get oil changes and like you have to change your tires every so often and you have to, you know, do these other things. And um, that's just something I'm personally committed to of, you know, yes, we want to teach you how to make the money, but also we want to teach you how to understand the data and understand the metrics so you can become a, a more strategic CEO, as Ashley had asked earlier, in regards to your thought process and how you like how you think through making critical decisions and things like that. So um, I feel like I'm just going on rants, but yeah, there you guys go. Uh, I think this is just the last question. Uh, Deanna said, I am planning a three month one-on-one program. How many hours is enough to meet with them? Uh, Deanna, I think that's the, like, uh, not the wrong question, but the better question would be like, what is causing you to feel as if you have to, like, what is causing you to package your offer strictly based on time? Because people are not enrolling in a a one-on-one coaching program um, or any program because of the amount of time that you're giving them. So I would really invite you to shift your perspective on how you're actually thinking about your offer and how you're choosing to articulate the value of the offer when it comes time to sell it. It has nothing to do with the amount of quote-unquote time that is given, but so much more to do with what have you specified and clarified what is the promise that you're going to be delivering. And whatever promise you're delivering Um, when you really get clear on like what's required for your client to achieve that promise, then the time frame really needs to be dictated based off of the promise that you decide on. But it really has. So I would just invite you to look at that question from another angle, if that makes sense. Okay. Ileana said, I haven't started my lean launch yet and already banked 10 members through messenger. Ma'am, can we please get a praise report update in the leverage Facebook group, please, please. You already enrolled 10 clients through DM, honey. Let's go. That is amazing. I'm not surprised, but I'm so pumped for you. Because I know, like, uh, it's like you have all the, I know you had, like, a lot going on before. And it's just, like, how do we fully maximize and maintain momentum on this? And I'm so glad that you are just, I know you're quiet over there, but you're just in action and moving. And I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, guys. I'm not seeing any other questions. Um... But I just want to check in while I was sitting in the parking lot. We're on our way back home now. I'm really excited to like indulge in my Qdoba tonight. Um, Yeah, I appreciate y'all. I love you guys so much. Um, And I will talk to y'all soon. Have a good rest of y'all night. Hey there, Hawk Hustler. 
Thanks for subscribing and listening today. If you're at capacity with one-on-one clients and you want to sustainably surpass six figures by introducing a high-ticket group coaching program to your business, visit www.jerishahawk.com backslash leverage to book a leverage strategy call with our specialist. Within 40 minutes, you'll complete a targeted business assessment, helping you identify exactly where the gaps exist in your current business that's keeping you from building the multi-six-figure business you know that you're capable of. This assessment will give you insight on how you can scale without diluting your client experience along the way. Book a call with our leverage strategist today at jerishahawk.com backslash leverage.